0: Welcome to the Spurs Brothers Podcast, where we take a not-so-in-depth look at all things Tottenham. Season 2, where we found ourselves at Episode 3, Delhi of the Alley. Delhi of the Alley, I like it. Can kill you. The dagger. Deadly. Poison. Watch out. Exciting week we had behind us now. We've got some team news we'll look at. We had two games, one against Pacos de Ferreira in the Conference League of the Europa qualifying match we do have a that's coming up again yeah disappointing but we'll go into that we had our second premier league game of the season playing an away game a return to the molyneux against wolverhampton wanderers two wins out of two not so bad quite the exciting night as it turned out we'll step into the room for improvement and we'll take a look ahead lots to look ahead
1: Just jumping into team news real quick, as we know, the transfer window is still ongoing and we are consistently, now that we have a director of football being linked with players left and right, just in the last week, a couple exciting youngsters, Ilyax Mariba of Barcelona, an 18-year-old center midfielder who's coming fresh out of their academy. Let's go! Sounds exciting. Barcelona's youngster is about all I need to hear. That sounds like a good deal. And Barcelona need money. More recently, and perhaps more it's concretely, gonna happen. is Pape Sar I want That so Another, is he 19 or 20? He's still, Young I think he's still a teenager. Defensive midfielder with stats that
0: are out the wazoo in the French League, which is pretty exciting. I'm so, so stoked, dude. He's, I was checking out some of his highlights, man. The kid can shoot, the kid can run, he the kid can defend. He looks remarkable. Absolutely. Looks for it.
1: So that's exciting. Great players to be linked with and getting them for really good deals for a massive amount of potential. So those are the players you like to get linked with, especially, I feel like Spurs have to buy young before players hit their prime. Because we can't compete outright with money with, you know, a lot of the other teams. So, these are exciting players to be linked with. Messi to Spurs. <laughs> Messi to Spurs. The window's when we, still open. That's one we can't quite afford. But... Looking at some of the other outgoing transfers are possibilities as well. transfers we're not so excited to talk about. And those are sort of the ones that are clouding over the rest of our, you know, the next week and a half of the transfer window before the end of August. And sort of the biggest one that's hit the news recently, we talked about it a little bit last week, is Tanguy Ndombele, who's now not appeared at all for Spurs, even on the bench, and seems definitely on his way
0: out. Such a
1: bummer. The question is, where will he go? Who's willing to or able to afford him right now? Will we get enough money for it? There's a couple swap deals. Hasem Oar, if I'm pronouncing that right, is... Oar. Oar. Yeah. He's a genius at Lyon, and that's been a swap deal that's been floated a couple times for a trade with Tange and Dombley. Bayern Munich have apparently offered up Quarantine Tolisso as a swap deal plus cash in order to get Indon there, which I think would be a pretty awesome deal if I still we're losing Indombala. I know saying and apparently a Spanish club is offering real money, possibly Real Madrid, but as of yet, I think unnamed and people are just trying to guess. We've no idea where he'll end up, but it seems like he's just had it over with his Tottenham experience, which is awful. Yeah, it's not good. Then, of course, the other big rumor is whether or not Harry Kane will leave, but he's now played against Wolverhampton. He got his first minutes, his debut for this season, and has been training with the team. And as time runs out in the transfer window, it seems more and more likely that he'll stay. Does it? But we'll have to wait to see what Manchester City do. Well, I mean, cause we're not going to sell him way. without a replacement. Or we won't, you know, we won't sell him without having time to get a replacement. But it Two sounds words. like...
0: Hyun, Ming, Sun. <laughs>
1: I love Sonny, but I think we need another striker. A more of a back-to-goal striker.
0: I think he's going to go, you know, he statistically does struggle in the month of August. He usually turns it on in September, so yeah, no, no huge surprise that he didn't score on his first time out. I guess you're right. The last bit of news
1: is that we're now strongly linked with Adama Traore, who we just played against. I don't think we need another winger. He's, he's like, an exciting
0: player to watch. He's definitely a threat at all times, but then at the same time, there's, there's a reason we just won. When it comes down to it, he's no longer a threat. Not enough of a threat that he, I think
1: he's someone that every team has to watch and plan for. But he doesn't back that up with the goals or the final product or
0: assists. I'd like to think that he could be good on our team. I kind of like, I've heard arguments back both ways. Yeah, both. I ways. would like to have him. He's kind of a he's kind of a weird guy to be honest. <laughs> yeah. The oiled hands and arms, and like the massive, massive muscles. And <laughs> yeah, he's like ridiculous. good. He's also really bad. He can sometimes. dribble anybody in the world, but then miss with the final shot. I think we could make him good. And I do think that there's something to be said for him being able to like hold up the ball and absorb pressure. I think that that's we like. We don't have ball progression on our team right now. Yeah, we it's... got like Deli who can do it a bit, we got Skippy who can turn himself out of some shit. Yeah, Pierre who was kind of showing off some ball handling, can, kills, yeah, which is can. kind of fun. But, but without we Delhi and without Tanguy,
1: I mean we're shit. struggling. So yeah, it would be an interesting thing if it happens. We'll have to wait and see. And who knows who else will be linked with before the end of the transfer window. Getting into our first game this week, it was a trip to Portugal to play the fifth placed side as of last season, Pacos de Ferreira in the Europa Conference League qualifier. So it's a two games Best team to, over the two games, there's no, no, way, way, like, yeah, no, no away goals like. anymore either to get through. So traveling there, we rested everyone from our team. None of the starters that played against Manchester City were even on the bench were available for this game. It was also, unfortunately, I guess this is what you get for not making the Europa League, it was not at all available to watch in the United States. Bummer. So we're kind of going off of some highlights on YouTube here. It was a tough game to follow. And maybe it was a good one to miss. A little bit of a snooze fest. Tottenham did not have a single shot on target. I think our Portuguese opponents only managed one or two, but they got their one goal that they needed. Yeah, straight out of the Jose Mourinho school of sitting, that is. A little bit of sitting both ways, maybe. There's definitely some struggles. On that goal, from watching the highlights, their striker, Lucas Silva, got free on a counterattack. And it was really just as the time of the pass... A huge miscommunication between Romero and Cameron Carter-Vickers, who are center backs in this game, as Romero stepped up to put him offside and did put him offside, whereas Cameron Carter-Vickers was tracking back and kept him onside, and that sort of miscommunication left him wide open to go in against
0: Gallini yeah. and score. It was right there in front of us on the CCV TV. Unfortunately. Cameron Carter-Vickers. was a good Vickers. one. Yeah. <laughs> So
1: it was a tough game. A little bit of highlights that some people have picked out just from reading about the game. It sounds like Brian Gill and Ryan Cessignon, who both started, seemed like they did a lot or did pretty well. They were certainly doing as much as they could, although with a team of a bunch of people who have not played together at all, we were struggling to create any fluidity or any we real chances. We in the should game.
0: knock some passes together, have some defensive shape and we just We had winks, we had the on the
1: field. We had enough you would think we had enough. Yeah, enough of our veterans or enough of our skilled enough players to really to make it happen. Again, that really young lineup struggled, but we can say it was a debut start for Christian Romero, who although he did come on as a last second sub against Manchester City, this is his first real match for Tottenham. Yeah, and we've left it all to do in the uh, the second leg at home coming up this Thursday. Yeah, you wonder if we're going to see those same guys or if we're going to move on with a much stronger team because it's a must win game to get into yeah, the to some the group degree. We've got to go all out. That takes us to the main match of the week, which is against Wolverine after Wanderers, the return
0: to Molyneux for Nuno Espirito Santo. Very warm welcome indeed. I think we saw some plenty of banners just thanking him for his time. I think he spent four years there, and it's clear that the club and the fans loved him. Even though they had a rough season last season, I think so too.
1: This game started a little bit touchy. There was an early clash with Tanganga and the left-back for worse, Mar- Marcel, who had a kind of a gross-looking, almost like a football challenge almost head-to-head but both of them were able to get back up and were totally fine fortunately yeah Marsal got his shit beat out of him i feel like <laughs> later on he did he got too, he yeah. took a couple hits and i i know that 10 gang is not a guy i would want to run full speed into yeah dude and jeff it's like down dude you gotta feel for him because you know he's fucking hurting oh yeah absolutely absolutely and then shortly thereafter though after both of those players were up and again it was the spurs who took the initiative Regulon picked off a bad pass from one of the Wolverhampton players, uh, a quick give-and-go with Stevie B, and then he played in Delhi into the box. Delhi drew contact with the Wolverhampton goalkeeper. Great Great. touch. And that was the penalty. It was a great touch. He was aware, and he left a leg out, I think, but it was really the contact
0: was initiated by the goalkeeper. The goalie was definitely there, and the announcers kept saying, like, oh, well, he has to make that challenge. And then you kind of watch it, and you're like, well... Does he have to go all the way he, through him? He really like, did. Yeah, he kind of. He, he was just, there, wasn't going to get there, and then like kept just being there until he was there. And I then think, it's a foul. So I think you like, could. Yeah, thank you very much. It was. Easy. It was like he tried
1: to pull out, but his momentum took him right into Deli's leg legs. Still, and Deli finished the penalty, which is awesome to see. I would have thought maybe Sonny might have taken it, but it yeah, was it, awesome to see Deli
0: Kind of scary to step up to the plate after you were the one that were fouled. It's always that, that kind of bit of.
1: Feel like you want to You feel more confident than that. You were in that penalty. So you're not there's the a team thing down. if
0: you're the one that ta- yo know, gets fouled. I feel like you're never the lucky one to, to actually score the own. I
1: guess so. But he, he didn't. He didn't worry one bit about it. He sent the keeper the wrong way. Very well it, taken. And that was the game as it turned out. That was the game winning goal. The first half after we scored was a little bit worrying because Wolves dominated in terms of chances of possession. Nothing really too clear cut though. Trinka was dangerous. Traore got behind Jaffa Tanganga a couple of times which is always worrying, but still no end product. All the shots they had on target were directly at Lloris, so he felt pretty comfortable in goal in the first half. We got a little bit better in the second half, but was, there were one or two
0: moments still that got scary. I, gotta, I have to say, yeah, like the saves that Lloris had were from all outside. I feel like, yes, they were maybe That's the true. more absolutely, dangerous, absolutely. threatening-ish of the teams, but like, nothing ever happened. They didn't get any shots. Like The ones that they were for from way outside the bot and just like half-hearted attempts, but we really, were, we blocked out everything that we they were really trying to put us Absolutely. in. Absolutely, And man, it was a fucking battle with Triore. I mean, guys just hugging him, grabbing him, ripping him, tearing him, pushing him. Skip had
1: an excellent game, I think, covering for everywhere. Jaffet when he got behind Jaffet once or twice. And Sanchez I, got
0: stepped out and I, beat I once or twice. was just going to say it. Sanchez was caught out so many times. It was just... After playing so well in the last game, it was really a bummer to see him come back to his old ways. Just yeah, getting some caught weird, up, Just weird positioning,
1: weirdly not keeping the frame in front of him. You and there's another the play one in front in the, of you and you're not in danger, but Right. And
0: there's another yeah, there's another one in the first half where, you know, just simple ball over the top and all he has to do is clear and he kinda like oh, slide he, tackle, he whips, tries to kick it and whipped. just whiffs it yeah. and lets them in. I just don't know what he's I honestly it baffles me. I feel bad for the guy. Um Skippy was there to to clean up shop, more yep. times than enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good cover from our
1: midfield in those situations. I think the one only real other scary moment Sanchez maybe improved throughout the game. Dyer was an absolute rock with some of those Absolutely defensive blocks. Absolutely, stud. I down think the every cross that went into the box, Dyer got his head onto. Organizing. He, he he did make the mistake that got giving over the ball to Ruben Neves, who played Adama Traore in behind our defense, and that was really. The one moment, heart in your throat, sort of a moment that wolves had, and try one on one with Hugo you Lloris. You
0: started to feel better because it was a double try,
1: and we have Hugo Lloris, and he he, he made a quick, uh, excellent save with his foot. It's one of those saves that is, maybe it's a little bit Adam, but at the same time, it's as good as a goal because I can't it's a one
0: on one. Describe how not worried I was. Instinctively, not worried. <laughs> it was weird. I was. I saw everything happening. I was like, oh shit, and then like all of a sudden, I think I just. It was like I think I looked down. I I just knew that nothing was gonna come. I think about. that was the
1: moment I was worried that we were gonna lose the game because we gave up more uh, points from winning positions last year under Mourinho than any other team in the league. Thank that. And I was Mourinho's so style. ready for. I was so ready for that to happen again. But Hugo saved us, bailed us out, and I think that was the wake up call we needed yeah. because we had our, some of our best chances immediately after that. We had Sonny and Stevie B on a sort of a counterattack. attack. Steven Bergwijn put a great shot in low at the far post that. Forced an awesome save from the Wolves goalkeeper. That was beautiful. Who got right back up and then saved the rebound from Sonny. So, uh, all of a sudden, we looked like the most dangerous team right after that wake-up moment. And I think later on in the game, and the later the game went on, the better Spurs looked. Laselso Lo came on. Kane came on and made a difference, and he probably should have he scored. He should have scored. Yeah, but again, about, it's not September. Yet. With about 10 minutes left in the game, another awesome save from Jose Saw, the goalkeeper for Wolves. And then, I mean, even really late on, shout-out to... Hoiberg with a brilliant bit of play and a nutmeg just inside the box and outside of the foot shot. So nasty. That was blocked, but it was nice to see after that scary moment early in the second half, we kinda turned it around.
0: Even if we didn't make up the possession, we at opposite. least had the better of the chances. Yeah, again, feels opposite of a Jose Mourinho game where you just like invite more and more and more pressure, give them more and more confidence. I think we retained a threat. I think Skippy played really well. I think a lot of boys played really well. Skippy had some Man, he was in there a lot, and I feel like he kind of got unlucky. The ref did not feel like calling a foul for him. About four or five times he got absolutely taken down and no
1: foul. And when he would make a challenge, it was an instant foul on Skip every time.
0: Referees did good, decent well over over the night. I feel like Skippy is the only kind of outlier there but um, he yeah, did have the one shoulder to shoulder with nelson Semedo in the box but it was just a shoulder to shoulder and i don't yeah. think ever a penalty so so yeah google larisa on his 300th appearance for spurs so oh, a yeah. new club yep. record which Pretty is awesome crazy cool i just didn't realize he's been around for so long <laughs> right really wonderful to see the only one real save the others were really quite tame the rest of them simple you, yeah, absolutely you expect him to but the he big save when he's called out for it. And we take home a W in a second clean sheet of the season, and we're starting to look
1: good. It was an ugly win, but we, I think, absolutely deserved it. Maybe you could think that Wolves could have done better. Let's go through the lineups really quickly. Again, the recent goal. line had a really good game kind of quietly at left
0: back. He did good. He played better.
1: Dyer and Sanchez were solid until they weren't, but so, I think Dyer I was Dyer a Dyer... mountain most of the game defensively. It was just the one to... turnover.
0: Oh, I completely disagree he solid until they weren't. I think Sanchez was... Looking like something oh, was going right. to happen <laughs> through him pretty much the whole game. He wasn't solid. for And very Dyer long. was the exact opposite. Dyer played incredibly well, be it for that one mistake, which yep. he was trying to dribble. Got up, which was, I honestly he would have been close to in the, the match, dribble. I think, if, if it wasn't for that. If it wasn't for one that one mistake, moment. and that's how it happens. Uh, they did not capitalize because again, Adama Triori was the one trying to capitalize. But yeah, a little bit lucky for us. Yeah, Sanchez played horrible. Jaffetink got another incredible game. I he think was he good. Kinda, he got beat a couple his times. Bell but... was rung there in the first half. Yeah. Oh, Let him continue on, and man, he's a tough kid, and and played physically, and got forward, and looked great. He put one brilliant cross into the box late on that we just didn't have
1: anybody... I think it was before Kane came on, and we just didn't have anybody in the box to sort of read that play.
0: He's definitely our strongest strongest, uh, right back, but then we had... Deli Alley again in that kind of midfield role, new for him. But man, it just if he's just on the pitch, he just adds so much to the team. Maybe man of the match for me because he was doing so much defensively. I think again he ran the most of any player on the field. Certified man of the match. Deli Skip and Pierre Emil again on the other outside, letting Skip again command a Tottenham. He's just offered. getting tossed into the midfield. center of the team. It's just incredible. I mean, oh, you're what you did so well. You're 20. Go play center. center he did so well. Man. Stevie Bergwine. Sonny and Lucas up top Lucas played good I'd, I'd argue this is probably his first of game in six maybe. that he wasn't clear man of the match that's but. true that's true Needless to say, he played really well. Bergwine looked great too. I just he, I thought he does had a great game. oh that look touch, good. The, the double touch on the sideline it's near one of late on the nastiest bits of skill I've ever seen. Oh man, I would watch that a couple times more, and I've I, done a few already. It's just incredible. I watched it five or six times today in slow motion. It's gorgeous. The dude's and just good on you, Stevie. He, he honestly, he looks so good running with the ball forward up the pitch. And I honestly think that we're going to start connecting some of these. I mean, how many times did we watch? You know, Lamella fuck it up running with the ball Lucas fuck it up running with the ball I mean so many times you really have to almost depend on a Deli or a you know Christian Eriksen to make the right to Harry Kane is really the only one that consistently makes the right pass pass. and I think yeah Stevie B is looking good getting better and better and better we had LaCelsa come on for
1: Lucas shortly after the hour mark Kane came on and got a really good reception from the, the traveling away Spurs fans, which was awesome to see. It was kind of
0: phenomenal,
1: really. You're I, one of our own, and suddenly you hear the Spurs fans in the stadium. I thought that was awesome, because I, I didn't know if he was
0: going to get booed. I wasn't sure how we would react, and I loved the just overwhelmingly positive reaction. I think that the it might have been started with the Wolves fan. They were chanting uh, something along the lines of, like, you want away, you want away. And, and that got drowned out. Yeah, and then we chanted, you know, he's one of our own, he's one of our own and then they chanted, You'll be a Man City player by the end of the week, you'll be a Man City player by the end of the week and then we came back and chanted, He's worth more than your team, he's worth more than your team.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. So we definitely had this back that. and uh,
0: yeah, it was really I think the commentators mentioned that it was probably one of the first times that the Spurs fans were louder than the than the Molyneux. That's yeah, so cool to see. Pretty exciting to he to just, have Harry Kane see that. I mean shit, he really would be leaving a lot behind. Yeah, he would. He he just needed his goal and would have been a pretty, perfect day for him as a substitute coming on. Perfect day. Perfect time for the room for improvement. We're yep. gonna jump inside, open the door, room for improvement. Davidson Sanchez. Yeah. He improved slowly as the game went on, but it was it was there were some really
1: unnecessary scary moments with him.
0: He just I'm oh man. I think that's pretty much it. Harry Kane, maybe, honorable Needs mention. To score. <laughs> could have scored that one. Kind of We sure. gave Stevie B the the shaft last week, but, man, not much room for improvement and here. You are, you know, taking, obviously, we're going to lean the room for improvement this season towards the Premier League games. I so. was just
1: going to say, yeah, if you were to include the Europa Conference League game, there's not probably going most there. of the team we could leave in there. We're not going there, Benny. But
0: outside the room for improvement, Delhi man of the match for me. Yep. Skippy, just huge performance once again. I think it's consistent. It looks like it's just... His wheelhouse, playing well, covering tons of ground. He covers a ton backing of Backing up, yep. always being an option to to get the ball. I, I'd love to see him start looking to make some of those more forward passes. I think it's it's coming in little bits. But uh, Pierre Hoyber, again, no room for improvement. He, he played phenomenally yep. well. Yep. Uh, yeah, with the honorable mentions going to Eric Dyer and Jaffa Tang. Just get that one mistake out, Eric Dyer, and it was a perfect game. Really was. That's just so much fun to see these boys uh, play some football. Which again, it's maybe it's good. It, it looks defensive. Consistent. It
1: was defensive, but I think it was defensive in a in a there was a cohesion. Yeah, it actually even it looks we like didn't have soccer. A ton of the, yeah,
0: we didn't have a ton of the ball, but we we created just as many chances as. Wolves and I think did. the boys know what to do. That's yes, it was more defensive, but I think we know what to do when we have the ball, and I think we yeah. know what to do even really on the defensive side. And I think that there are just. The boys have their chins up for the first time. They're kind of looking to see what might happen, and that is different than when we were watching the football is, under Jose. It Mourinho. is definitely it, it feels and looks
1: different. And I don't think with Mourinho we would have held on to that one though. Looking Mourinho. ahead,
0: we've got the return leg at home against the Portuguese side, Pacos de Ferreira. Europa, Huge conference league because we just, I mean, we just have to win it. It'll be embarrassing to go out before the group Sucks stage. I don't if know We got go to go with our, you know, every, every single starter, but it's going to have to happen before we play Watford on on Sunday, which will be an exciting match and in, in its own right, perhaps seeing Danny Rose. He's not mm-hmm. made his debut for Watford yet. Love the it kids. It would be cool so if he got, much, to, got to have his return. Absolutely, Man, I would even maybe let him. Score a goal that gets
1: called back for it's, offsides. Yeah. Dare I say <laughs> that game is at home for us? Maybe he'll get a warm reception when
0: we see him warming up. He must. He absolutely would. Nothing. Nothing short of it. But we'll look forward to watching those games and chatting about it later. Thank, Thank you all for so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Come yeah. on, you Spurs. Well, brilliant night, Delhi Derby you